Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Product-Based Podcast, What's Stopping You from Reaching Your Goals. So one of the biggest struggles that I've noticed that small business owners have is actually finding the time to take steps towards growing their business to new levels. And maybe you can relate if you've ever thought to yourself, I don't have the time to post reels on social media this week. I haven't had the time to work on that project, but hopefully I will next week. How am I supposed to get anything else done with all the inventory I have to make this week? Maybe those are some thoughts that have gone through your head before. The truth is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So what makes certain successful small business owners reach their goals faster than others? And why do most small business owners struggle to make real progress to get more sales week after week after week after week? In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you what separates the successful small business owner from the struggling small business owner and what allows them to create the time to show up for their business each and every day. And I'm so excited to chat with you about this today. Are you ready to go behind the scenes and learn what it really takes to create consistent sales each and every month with your handmade small business? Join me, Monica Little, self-taught multiple six-figure small business owner and your product business coach as I give you the insight and inspiration on how to better run your business and increase your sales in ways that you may not have even been aware of so that your business can truly become what you knew it could be back when you first start. Learn how to let go of perfection, overcome the fear of failure that is holding you back, and finally start taking action so that you walk away feeling like you've cracked the code on how to run a successful small business. You're listening to the Product Biz Podcast. So before we begin, I want to start off with the listener of the week, and this review is from Nastasia, and what she says is, Monica shares some amazing content throughout her episodes, best tips and advice for handmade small business owners. I highly recommend anyone who's starting a small business, looking to expand their knowledge or learn about the industry to take a listen. She gives the best guidance, and it's just an incredible resource. Thank you so much, Nastasia, for your review. I appreciate it so much. And I love how you mentioned that it's for people who are starting a business, people who are looking to expand their knowledge. I do hope no matter where you are in your particular small business journey that you're learning things. Either you're learning things right off the bat to help you not have to overcome certain hurdles that most of us have to overcome ourselves. Or if you're already running your small business, you are learning how to fine tune, learning how to adjust, learning how to overcome any roadblocks that you you're facing. So thank you so much, Nastasia, for leaving that awesome review. Please send me a DM on Instagram and I will be sending you some swag, small business owner swag in the mail um, as a small little thank you for leaving a review. And for you listening too, if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and I share your review on an upcoming episode, then you have the chance to also get some amazing small business owner keychains, uh, hot pink little pens that I have, Product Biz Academy stickers, Dream Big stickers. So just some fun stuff in the mail. So make sure to leave a five-star review and thank you so much in advance for being a loyal listener. So today, what I want to talk about is what's really stopping you from reaching your goals. And a lot of the episodes that I come out with happen to come to me from 
the coaching clients, the members of my programs, what I see that they struggle with week after week after week because I start to pick up on these themes. I start to pick up on similarities on what people are really hitting a roadblock with. And this one came to me after a couple of the Etsy audit hours. So inside Etsy Algorithm Secrets, when you join, you get two months right off the bat for some coaching support. Every other week, we meet as a group and just kind of go through where your shop is at, what you need help with, where you're looking for guidance, where are you struggling. So you get not only my expertise on Etsy, but you also get the group for them to kind of share what they're seeing, what gaps they see. So think of it as like a ton of potential customers looking at your Etsy shop, giving you feedback on what you could potentially optimize and having so many eyeballs on your shop. So it's a really, really great opportunity just to continue to fine tune your Etsy shop. Obviously, inside Etsy Algorithm Secrets, you have the course, the to the step-by-step instructions, but there's always so much value from coming together as a group and talking through it and fine-tuning even further. So I noticed some things with the Etsy Algorithm Secrets members, and it's interesting how it's like a 50-50 split. There are 50% of members who attend every single call, hit their ground running, take every single piece of feedback, and make massive changes, quick changes. They're going all in and they're dedicated to really make this work. But I also see what happens is some members, after we meet every other week, we're talking about their updates and they just haven't made any progress. They haven't been able to make the changes that they said that they were going to from two weeks before or two weeks before that. And what it really comes down to is knowing that If you're saying things like, I don't have the time, I don't have the time to show up on social media, I don't have time to make adjustments to my Etsy shop, I don't have time to do XYZ, whatever it is in your business, you have to understand that we are responsible for the success of our business. And if you don't have the time to make changes, if you don't have the time to test new things, if you don't have the time to do the work, well, no wonder we're not making any progress. You're not getting any sales because what it comes down to is what have you done differently? What have you made the time for? What have you committed to? What have you been dedicated to? Because that is where growth happens. That is where change happens. So today, what I want to talk to you about is what's stopping you from reaching your goals. So when you say, I don't have the time to do X, Y, Z, or you're not able to do these fundamental business components that you want to do, What's really underneath it? Why don't you have the time? What's stopping you from reaching your goals? And that is what we are going to uncover today. So the first topic on this overall theme that I want to talk about is something that I've mentioned in a few episodes, and I will always, always, always talk about this because it's so important. In order to actually free up your time to make progress towards your goals, we have to understand where is your time being allocated to right now. And so many small business owners, what they struggle with is that they make inventory all day, every day, and they think that is the meat of their business. They are restocking and making inventory or coming out with new products, or every time they have an order, they're making it to order instead of having back stock. Their entire week is spent making inventory. But if you don't have the time to work on other things, so if you don't have the time to sit down and work on Etsy, if you don't have the time to sit down and think about your marketing strategy, if you don't have the time to focus on social media to actually sell, because all you're doing is behind the scenes making the product, making the inventory, coming out with new products, well, we need to talk about how can you make the time? Because we have to prioritize on business growth. We have to prioritize strategy. We have to prioritize stepping into that leadership, into that CEO role of our business instead of sitting in the role of making inventory all day, every day. 
So if you think about any like bigger companies, just to put it in perspective. So since I own an organic skincare company, I'm going to give an example of Lush. So most people probably know what Lush is. They are a company. They have a ton of stores. They do like bath bombs and shampoo bars and lotions and all that stuff. And they were one of the first really to kind of come out and change the industry with like no packaging, eco-friendly packaging, but also better products with better ingredients and things like that. But maybe you've come across one of their stores and you've heard of them. When we talk about making inventory, if you think about the CEO of Lush, where do you think they are spending their time? Are they spending their time on figuring out business growth and marketing strategy and how to get more sales and where to sell their products and how to do their branding and how to market their products and how to increase their social media presence? Or do you think the CEO is literally in the factory, in the manufacturing plant, making products? And if you take a moment to think about that, if you really let that settle and see what comes through... The CEO is not making the product. The CEO is not in the warehouse, in the manufacturing plant, making the product, shipping the product, packing the product. And if you think about it, usually what happens is the CEO is getting paid for their strategy, for their expertise, for their business growth plans. And they're hiring potentially like minimum wage workers to make the inventory. So if we are spending all of our time making inventory, which in this example could be like a minimum wage job. Could that explain why we're seeing the results that we're seeing? Are we getting minimum wage results because we're spending our time in the minimum wage role? Or are we getting CEO level results? Are we getting sales like we're a leader, like we're a business, like we're a big company because we're spending our time and energy in the CEO role? So that is a huge distinction to make. And I have previous podcast episodes all about this. Are you the chronic creative? That's an awesome episode. If you are interested to dive more about inventory and spending your time on inventory. But the key here is we have to understand where does all of your time go? And one thing that I tell my clients, and this is something that is so impactful, but barely any people will actually do it because it's a pretty lengthy and challenging exercise. But keep a log every single day. Keep a log of what you're doing to understand where your time is going, to understand where your time is spent, to understand why at the end of the week, if you're like, oh my God, I have nothing to show. I've made no progress. I haven't done anything to really get more sales. You actually have this log of where your time went and what you were doing. So you can get super specific with this log because it can really uncover a couple different things, right? If you're keeping track of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Literally, if you stop and sit on the couch and scroll social media for 20 minutes, you would write that in this log. If you're making inventory all day, you would write that in this log. If you are running errands during your workday, you would write this in your log. So it's showing you not only, number one, for your business, where is most of your time being spent? But also, number two, where are there potential inefficiencies with your business? So I actually did this last week, and it was so funny. At the end of last week, I was like, okay, I know I was busy all week, but I feel like I haven't really made the progress that I want to. And then when I actually looked back on my log of what I was doing, I was like, okay, well, I went and got a haircut on Friday at 10 a.m. And on Thursday, I had my physical therapy appointment at 4 p.m. And I got my nails done on Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. So of course, I'm not making progress. Like that's probably one full day 
of not working during work hours from those three appointments, even though they were spread across three different days. Two hours here, two hours there, two hours there, six hours. It's almost a full work day, right? So you get to be really present to where your time goes by doing this exercise. But then you can also see, like I mentioned, where is most of your time on your business being spent? So last week too, I spent about a full day on plant-based beauty inventory, packing orders, and cleaning out my space. And I spent a full day. So now when I look back, that's two days that I basically didn't make any business, true business progress. Because one day was appointments running around and the other day was inventory, which is not my brain power, which is not my expertise, which is a minimum wage job that I am spending my time in. So there's two days gone and then I have three days left to actually get work done. And three days out of five days, I mean, that's not that much time compared to if I spent five days really focused on my business growth and where I wanted to make progress. So I encourage you to keep a log of everything that you do. Check out where you are spending most of the time for your business and also where are you potentially being inefficient? Where are you taking a ton of breaks? Where are you getting sidetracked? Where are you spending a little bit more time on social media just aimlessly browsing instead of spending time on social media with a purpose? So that exercise is super, super helpful. But then I want to encourage you too to think through how much time is being spent making inventory each week. And that is the biggest hurdle that I see with small business owners. They spend all of their time making inventory. But we have to think long-term for our business. If we want to be a business owner, if we want to build an empire, if we want this to be our full-time job, if we want this to be a legacy for our children, whatever your dreams and goals are, we have to think long-term with our business. And making inventory, spending all of our time making inventory is not setting us up for success in the long-term. Because progress is not a matter of how much inventory you have or how much inventory you made. Progress is a matter of focusing on business growth. And I have an unpopular opinion. I'm going to share this probably on Instagram this week. And I'm already like, ooh, it's going to be a little bit of an unpopular opinion. But we're going to put it out there because I really want to start like shifting perspective on this and opening people's eyes a little bit to how to grow their business and step into that CEO role. And this unpopular opinion is if you spend most of your time within your business making inventory, coming out with new products, and you're not spending much time on business strategy, business growth, then it's a hobby. And I know that will piss some people off, but it's true because a business requires a leader that focuses on strategic growth. A hobby requires someone that makes items because they have fun making their items. They love to sit down and make their items. It's a little bit of their creative avenue to get out of whatever their workday may be. It's fun, right? And if it's a hobby that brings in some money for you here or there and you are totally happy with that and you don't want it to be anything more than that, then that is perfect. Like, There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you want it to be a business, if you have this drive, if you have this goal, if you want it to be something bigger than that, if you want it to be your full-time income, if you want to create something that lasts, something that will run into the long term that can be sustainable for you for the next five years, for the next 10 years, well, that's when we need to step out of being a hobbyist and step into leadership. Step into the strategic growth of your business. Step into asking yourself, is what I'm doing right now building a business machine that is going to bring me recurring sales in the future? And if the answer is no, 
then you shouldn't be spending more than 20% of your total time throughout the week on that activity. And I know I bring up inventory a lot because people just get stuck here and then they wonder why they haven't seen progress. Why don't I have more sales? Why am I not seeing any change? Well, what did you do differently? And that's a tough question to ask ourselves, but how I coach my clients, it's tough love because I know what your potential is and I know what you're capable of. And if it takes some tough love for you to get there, then I'm going to give that because I want you to reach the progress that you're capable of reaching. So if you're spending all week on inventory and you're not making the progress that you want, then the question that you should ask yourself is what can I do differently? What am I going to do differently this upcoming week to focus on business growth instead of focusing on inventory? And imagine once you kind of shift where your time is, if you're no longer spending all this time on inventory, And if you have the time to grow your business, if you have the time to work on Etsy, if you have the time to work on your website, if you have the time to work on strategic selling on social media, imagine what that will do to actually grow your business and what that will do for the opportunity for your business to get to a new level. What would your business be like? What would your days be like if you could find a way to spend less time on inventory? And do you think you would make the progress in actually growing your business to the next level? And it's super interesting. I got coffee with a friend from my yoga class that I go to, and she has a small business that she just recently opened, and she makes cookies and all sorts of baked goods, and they are just insanely amazing. I've tried like five or six different of her baked goods, and they are all incredible. And she is making everything to order, and she was telling me, she's like, I feel so unorganized right now because every time I get a cookie order, I have to stop what I'm doing, make a fresh batch of cookies, clean everything up, and she's using, you know, mixers and pans and everything. It's a lot to clean up, and she's like, I just feel like I'm spending all of my time on this, and I haven't had time to work on my website. I haven't had time to work on the next thing, and I love it because she actually has the awareness that she knows. She goes, there's got to be a better way to do this. There's got to be an easier way to make progress where I'm not like stopping and baking every single time an order comes through. And what I mentioned to her, I'm like, number one, amazing that you are recognizing this because a lot of people don't have that awareness. So that's huge. But number two, how do you make your business operations as easy as possible on you? So in her case, how can you on Monday make 10 batches of cookies posted on your social media? Hey, I've got 10 batches. First come, first serve, whoever wants them, let me know, send me a DM, we'll schedule pickup, all that fun stuff, and then you're sold out. So you're still making enough and you're still getting sales, but you're also creating this urgency like, hey, I only have 10 batches of these cookies. If you don't get your hands on it right away, well, you're out of luck for this week and you got to wait till next week, but it's also making it so much easier on her. So she's able to just make all of them on one day, sell them and then focus on her website or whatever else she's focusing on. And that's so important here. So when you think about how you run your business and what's stopping you from reaching your goals, if you are focusing so much time on inventory, there's a couple options that you have, right? You can, number one, keep making inventory. You can keep spending all of your time on inventory. You can continue week after week after week to look back and say, Why haven't I really made any concrete progress towards my goals? Why aren't my sales numbers changing? Why aren't I growing? Or number two, you can find a way to make inventory easier on you. 
You can come out with less new products. You can invest to make your processes easier. How do you make your operations, your logistics, how do you make that all easier? You can hire someone to help. These are all ways to free up your time, which is so important as we step into that CEO role of our business. So I know I talk about inventory all the time, but that's how important it is. So I'm going to keep talking about inventory until everyone understands how important this is, because that was one of the biggest game changes for me with my small business. But the next thing that I want to talk about, and this is continuing to talk about productivity and how to be super productive and how to make progress towards your goals. Switching gears a little bit here. Now that you've freed up your time, you're not making inventory all week long, you have time to work on projects. Now the important thing is understanding what are you working on in that time. And there's something called eating the frog. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but I'm going to explain it to you here. And essentially this productivity practice on how to get shit done is do the thing that you have been procrastinating first. Eat the frog, get it done, pull the bandaid off, get out of your own way and do the thing that you've been procrastinating on off the bat. And what is procrastination? Why do people procrastinate? Why do we know what we have to do, but we get sidetracked in other smaller things? Procrastination at its root is basically a form of self-sabotage. So we say, we'll do this project, we'll do this task, we'll do it later. We get sidetracked with other things. We actually look for things to get sidetracked with. But in our head, it seems rational, like, oh, yeah, like, I really need to go do laundry right now. Oh, I really need to clean the house. Oh, I really need to make inventory. Oh, I really need to pack this order right now. Even me this morning with this podcast, I was like, okay, I need to outline this podcast. And I was just procrastinating. I'm like, okay, well, let me check my Facebook group first to see if my members have any questions. I need to send this person an email really quick. I need to do this. I need to do that. That's me procrastinating. That's me knowing I have this fundamental part of my business, outlining this podcast, recording this podcast that I have to do, but I'm finding smaller reasons, smaller things to do first just to postpone me actually doing this. And the key here is eat the frog and the rest can be done later. So all these small things that are coming into your head, like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, write them down on a piece of paper so you don't forget, but do them later. Eat the frog and get the most impactful thing done today that's going to push your business forward. Otherwise, when we do all of these small tasks first, these easy tasks. They're in our comfort zone. Of course we want to do them. They're easy for us. Of course I'd rather go do laundry and get sidetracked with laundry because laundry is easy. I don't want to sit down and do something new with my business because it's hard. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. My brain wants comfort and that's why we go back to doing what we're doing. But when we do that, we give the big projects, the big tasks, the ones that move the needle, we give them the crumbs of our energy at the end of the day. Or they get postponed to the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day. And again, we look back and why haven't I made any progress? This is what's stopping your business growth. We're not taking the most fundamental projects and hitting them head on. We are procrastinating. We are doing easy, comfortable things. We are pushing them off to the next day, to the next day, to the next day. And then we never make progress. And then we wonder why we haven't increased our sales. Eat the frog. 
Do what scares you first. And not only will you get more done, but you'll start to build integrity in yourself. So that's doing what you say you will do. And I believe it's the first or second episode of the Product Biz Podcast. I talk entirely about integrity and how important integrity is. So when you say that you'll do something and you actually do it, essentially that is integrity. You are your word and you start to build belief in yourself because you say, okay, I said I was going to do this and I did it. Wow, I'm capable of doing these things. I'm capable of keeping promises to myself. I'm capable of making progress. And when you start to build that belief in yourself, then you realize you're capable of doing anything. So understand the big projects what you're working on and eat the frog. Do the hardest ones first at the beginning of your day. You'll build integrity. You'll build momentum. You'll build belief in yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's not a matter of getting a long list of small things done. And I know when you have a list and you're crossing things off, there's that dopamine effect. You feel good. But are we seriously just crossing off easy things just to cross them off, just to feel good about ourselves? Or are we doing things that are going to push our business forwards? Because we have to ask ourselves, how do successful small business owners work and how do they run their day? Or do we think struggling small business owners, they're the ones doing the easy tasks all day long? And it's not a matter of getting small things done, feeling productive. It's a matter of getting the most important things done. And here's an example. I love to give like metaphors just to kind of put it in perspective. And we're not talking about sports today. Unfortunately, I love my sports metaphors, but this one is an example of how small things don't lead necessarily to big progress. So imagine you're planning a wedding and when this is happening, you focus on the big things first, right? You book the venue, you book the food, you book the DJ, like these big fundamental pieces of this project have to be done first. And those are the first things that when you're planning a wedding, get done, right? Or on the flip side, Do you focus on the small things first? Do you focus on the cake topper? Do you focus on coming up with a fun wedding hashtag if people still do that? Do you focus on props for the photo booth? No. You get the big things out of the way first. And then with the spare time, you spend doing all of the small details. Because otherwise, if we're focused on the cake topper, if we're focused on coming up with a fun wedding hashtag, we're focused on all of these small things. But you have no venue. You have no DJ, you have no caterer, you wouldn't be making any true progress towards having an actual wedding, right? So this is an example of project management, of eat the frog, of doing the most important things first. So here you have a couple of options. You can keep allowing these small, mundane, easy tasks that keep you in your comfort zone. They make you feel like you're making progress, but really you're not making concrete progress. Or you can eat the damn frog and make something out of your day. Commit to something and actually do it. And day after day after day, if you do the harder things, that's the snowball effect. And that's how we build that momentum and get more sales, reach our goals, make progress with our business. So that's number two, eat the damn frog. And then the third thing that I want to mention today, which is also along the lines of productivity. So maybe one thing I should caveat too is 
reaching your goals is not necessarily how smart you are, not necessarily like if you're a prodigy at marketing, not necessarily at, you know, these skills that you have, because you can learn those skills. You can learn those skills. You can hire a coach. You can learn those skills quickly. Reaching your goals, the most fundamental part of that is actually how you work on a daily basis, your work ethic, 100%. That's it. And this next topic that I'm going to mention is similar to eat the frog. That's a work ethic tip. It's a productivity tip. It's it's how you show up and how you get shit done. Because it's the people who are getting shit done every single day. They're the ones that are making progress and seeing the goals that they set out for themselves. It's the people who are procrastinating. It's the people who are self-sabotaging. It's the people who are pushing things off day after day. It's the people who are burned out because they're trying to do too much, which is kind of what we're going to talk about next. Those are ways that our work ethic isn't working in our favor. So this is all about work ethic. And people don't talk about work ethic enough. And that's one of the biggest things that I'm a fan of with my clients is talking about work ethic. All right, well, where are you spending your time? What are you actually working on? What have you done in the last couple of weeks? Like, Let's take an honest look and see what we've done because that builds awareness to where we can be better in the week to come. So the third thing that I want to mention here productivity, work ethic, how to actually reach your goals on a day-to-day basis. What I want you to do every single day, only focus on the top three tasks that you want to do. Commit to that, finish those top three tasks, and then everything else we can either outsource, we can either put to later in the day when we have free time, But this is so important because instead of trying to do every single thing, we need to have discernment in our business and in how we work. So discernment is knowing what is right and wrong. So in our business, knowing what we should work on versus what we shouldn't work on. What we have to do now versus what can wait. That's having discernment. And this is something that I struggle with too. And so many other small business owners struggle with it as well. Because when we have a new idea, when we're, you know, going through our work day and all of a sudden this idea pops into our head. We think that we have to do it right now. Every single new idea, I have to do it right now. Oh my gosh, what about this? Let me do it right now. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Let me do that right now. But wait a minute. Is this going to actually get you closer to your goal? What about the projects that you already started that are halfway finished? That if you finish those, you're going to make some insane progress, but they're sitting there halfway done. Even for small tasks, small ideas that creep up, we need to have discernment. So instead of trying to do everything, getting swayed by small things, adding to our to-do list, going through the day, getting things done, but not making any real progress because we're focusing on these small new ideas that come in, these small tasks that are on our plate. Choose the top three things you are going to finish today. These three things you are doing, ask yourself, are they going to stretch you? Or are they comfortable? Because it's more important to work on things that actually move the needle instead of getting caught up on admin tasks or new ideas every single day. So when we talk about the top three tasks, another key part of this too is like, this is where most of your time and energy should go during the day. Because a lot of the times we have a long list of things that we want to do, 10, 15, 20 different tasks. Some of them are small and easy that we get sidetracked with. Some of them are actually impactful. But if you have 10 or 15 things that you're trying to do on a daily basis, that's going to be really hard to actually accomplish them, right? Like 10 to 15 things is a lot. But if we can pinpoint the top three things that are actually going to move the needle and only focus on getting those done. So don't worry about the rest. 
Put those to another day. Put those to tomorrow or the following day or the next day after that. Focus on the top three things that are actually going to move the needle and everything else can wait. So not only does this give us discernment in terms of like focusing on the right things, focusing on the things that are going to lead to change, focusing on things that will lead to progress. It's also discernment in terms of what we were talking about earlier, doing the hard things first, eating the frog, the small things can fall to the next day. And it's another level of discernment because we are focusing our time on the right things instead of trying to do everything. Because if you try to do everything, you're going to get burnt out. If you try to do everything, you are going to have your wheels spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning like a car that's stuck in an ice pick that the wheels are spinning and they can't get out. And the only reason I know that example is because it happened to my car last winter, (laughs) parking on the streets of Chicago and there was so much snow and then it melted and then it turned into ice and then repeat that like three or four days in a row. We couldn't get my car out and the wheels were just spinning and spinning, spinning into the ice. But we couldn't, literally couldn't get my car out until my husband got like a hammer and chisel and had to chisel (laughs) the wheels out from the ice. But that just shows if we are doing 15, 20, 25 things every single day, our wheels are just spinning and we're going to get burnt out and we're not going to get anywhere. We're going to be stuck in the same spot. So when you are working on the top three most important things of your day, leading to this one project that you've identified to be something that's going to change the trajectory of your business, that's going to create consistent sales, that's going to take your business forward, then focusing on these top three tasks is going to get you there faster. So I want you to ask yourself, when a new idea comes to mind, number one, is this new task part of my current project that I've dedicated myself to? Number two, does this new idea have to be done right now? Is it like earth shattering that it's going to change my entire business? And if not, can I do it later? Can this wait? And have I finished the other projects that I am halfway done with? So important. There's so many small business owners that have so many projects that are halfway done. And if you just focus on finishing them and doing them right and getting them 100% done, That is so much more impactful than having 100 projects that are 25% completed. I'd rather see you have one project that's 100% completed than 25 projects that are 10% completed or 100 projects that are 25% completed. Because it's not until you actually complete the project that you start to see the results from it. So going back to my Etsy algorithm secrets and my Etsy audit hours, I would so much rather see someone be 100% dedicated to Etsy and complete it and finish it and get their shop in such a good spot for the upcoming holidays that they're getting those passive income sales through Etsy. Instead of bouncing around from website to Etsy to Instagram to all these other platforms and not making true progress on any of them. So this all comes down to sitting down each day with a plan. If you're trying to do everything with no discernment, it's like throwing seeds in the air and hoping something grows out of it. We have to focus on our goal. We have to focus on the top three stretch tasks that you can do today and finish those three things. And if that's all you finish today, then that should be such a productive day because they're the most important things on your plate. And this is another one where you have two options. We can continue to throw seeds in the air and hope something comes out of it, hope something grows. We can throw spaghetti at the wall and hope something sticks. Or 
Instead of wishful thinking, we can actually take specific action to reach our goals and hold yourself to those standards. Hold higher standards for yourself. And that comes down to work ethic too. And when I think about my own individual work ethic, I hold extremely high standards for myself. I know that I can do anything that I set my mind to. And I know that my work ethic will get me there. But I want you to hold yourself to those same high standards so you're actually seeing what you're capable of, what you can actually achieve. I want you at the end of the day to be like, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. That's how every single day should feel, that you like surprise yourself like, wow, I was able to do that. That was pretty effing cool that I was able to finish that project, do that scary task, make this next step with my business. And think about what if you could make insane progress with your business just by changing what you work on every single day? What if you could reach your goals because they are 100% possible by doing something different than what you have been doing? And when we talk about work ethic, I know a lot of people are somewhat scared to work on certain parts of their business because of the work that's required for success, right? So when we think about Etsy, Etsy is super simple. And I give the entire puzzle, the entire framework inside Etsy algorithm secrets. Mastering Etsy is simple when you know what to do. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. Simple and easy are two different things. But instead of being overwhelmed, instead of being scared of what's required to reach success, what if you just focus on one step at a time? Those top three actions each day, one step at a time, and that is it. It will make your day more focused, more impactful, more productive, because you're working towards something that is meaningful. And at the end of the day, how I want to kind of like wrap this up We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I know people don't like to hear that, but it's true. So if other small business owners are making progress or you're not making the progress that you want, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So what are you going to do different with your 24 hours to reach your goals? We're all really busy. We all have a million things going on. So many people have children. So many people are working a full-time job on top of their small business. So many people have a billion things going on every single day. We're all in the same playing field here. I don't want anyone to think I have a more busy day than anyone else so I can't get my stuff done. It's not true. We all have the same 24 hours in the day, and that is just using that as an excuse, right? That's just using your circumstances as an excuse to not do the work. When something is worth doing, we make time for it. We make time for things that are a priority. We all have the same amount of time in the day, but we can make time for what is important for us. So when you say, I don't have enough time, I haven't been able to do X, Y, Z, what you're really saying is that your business growth isn't necessarily a priority to you. But what would change if you did make it a priority? What would the future version of yourself do? And I want you to sit and actually think this through. The future version of you that already reached your goals, that already left their full-time job, that is already making multiple six figures in your business, what would they do on a daily basis? And how do we start acting like that person right now? 
If you think that future version of you who reached your goals, who was killing it in their business, who's crushing it, who's making progress every single day, if you think that person would have someone helping them with inventory, get help now. If you think that person would have a coach to guide them, get a coach now. If you think that person would be spending less time on inventory, less time at markets, and more time focused on creating a sustainable, consistent online business, start building that business now. Stop waiting until someday, one day, because what if someday, one day never happens? If we're waiting until we have more time, if we're waiting until this happens, if we're waiting until that happens, what if that never happens? How long are you going to push your dreams to the side because you're waiting? And we all know that waiting leads to more waiting. And waiting doesn't lead to change. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. And the biggest thing that I see that people struggle with is that they are working at a snail's pace. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to push yourself to your new limits to see what you're truly capable And a lot of the time, what I see is people are really like, really soft with themselves. And obviously, there's a difference between pushing yourself to what you're capable of versus pushing yourself to burnout. So I would never promote pushing yourself to burnout because I've been there. I've done that. That was awful. But pushing yourself to your own limits is focusing on those top three scary things, right? Because you're getting a lot done, but you're not burning yourself out. You're only focusing on three things, but those are the three things that scare you shitless that are going to actually make progress in your business. And so many people are so soft with themselves that they just, they don't wanna do anything scary. They don't wanna do anything uncomfortable. They wanna hold on to this, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources, whatever excuse that we're holding on to. But if you start to hold yourself to higher standards and actually do something that scares you every single day, that is what's going to be the differentiator. And if you sit down at the end of the day and you didn't do anything that scares you, then I would say that it's a huge missed opportunity. If you sit down at the end of the day and all you did was make inventory, it's a huge missed opportunity on actually creating growth in your business. The small business owners that are successful and are reaching their goals and taking their business to new levels, they have the same 24 hours that we all do, but they are the ones that are making the time to prioritize what will actually change the trajectory of their business. They aren't being swayed by new ideas or new opportunities. They're rooted in the projects that they decided will make their business successful, rooted in actually finishing those projects. And they do that. They finish those projects. They make progress by, number one, spending less time on inventory and treating their business like a business instead of a hobby. Number two, eating the frog and doing the most challenging task first instead of getting caught up in easy admin tasks all day long. And number three, having discernment and focusing on the top three things that will reach their goals for their current project and putting everything else on a later list. This is how you get shit done. This is how you make progress. This is how you build a machine that brings in consistent sales. And then you're growing your business. But bringing it back to what we were talking about earlier, what's going to happen to your business if you don't start thinking like a CEO. If you think about 5, 10, 20 years from now, if you see yourself still making inventory five days a week and then the other two days a week you're out of market because that's the only way you know how to make money, 
what's going to happen to your business? Do you think your business will survive or will you burn yourself out from that right there? And the truth is, you're either going to figure it out now or later. So the choice is up to you. But if you want to build a business for the long term, you're going to have to learn these lessons inevitably. And the whole point of the Product Biz Podcast is for me to help you overcome these hurdles so you don't go through what I went through. So you can start to build your business in a way like your future version of yourself. And if you're really committed to your business, then this entire episode will make so much sense. And you're going to be saying, yes, hell yes, this is what I need throughout the entire episode. And those are my people. Those are my A players. And those are the people that I am so excited to see what they do with this information and how they change how they run their business. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. So a little work ethic, a little productivity, a little bit just how to step into the future version, the CEO role of your business, which is so important. And you heard me mention Etsy Algorithm Secrets, which is my Etsy course on how to build a shop on Etsy that just attracts customers creates consistent sales, becomes a passive income revenue stream for you. If Etsy is something that you're interested in learning about, then I have my free Etsy training, how to get your products seen on Etsy, that you can register for at monicalittlecoaching.com slash Etsy webinar. This is a good foundation of how to start building your Etsy shop, how to view your Etsy business as a real part of your business, and how to start making some progress there. So I'm super excited for you to join, especially as we get into the holiday season, so you can start to create that passive income revenue stream for the upcoming holidays. But with that, I would love to know if this resonated with you. Please reach out to me on Instagram at Monica Little Coaching. Let me know what you thought. And I am excited to be chatting with you next week on the next episode of the Product Biz Podcast.